The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello, hoop ball world, and welcome to Jared and Jared Supermax Show a salary cap fantasy basketball league podcast. I'm very excited to tell you listener or listeners, maybe you have more than one person listening that we got mail for the first time. We're doing a mailbag episode. Jared, are you excited? Oh, I'm excited. I'm ready for their, for uh, these listener questions. Was it now, let me ask, was it email or was it actual written uh, letter put in the mail? And sent by a courier to you because that would be that would be awesome. This is actually even better. It's not listener questions. These questions came to me through email from NBA players themselves. Can you believe it? What? Yeah, dude. What? I have questions from NBA players asking us for advice. I I mean I I had a whole trajectory here. I'm mean, gonna get NBA player questions, and that was early December. We're ahead of schedule, buddy. Some of these seem like they're, they're looking to us as if we're their shrinks. And um, I think we should, we should coach them up, give them some good, healthy advice. And hopefully that will help facilitate the listeners fantasy basketball teams. But I think we should just dive right in. Let's dive it. Let's do it. Okay. Dive it. That doesn't even make sense. Why did I say dive it? Whatever. They knew what I meant. You knew what I meant. Let's go. Dive up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the first one. We have a whole bunch of these. I'm so I'm so happy I reached out to the league and I got these questions. Uh, dear Jareds, I'm exceeding my value so far when no one had any expectations for me this year. How do I keep up the good work when there's now suddenly so much pressure on me to continue competing at such a high level? I've never been hooping better in my life. Can this last signed Miles Bridges? I mean, personally, I hope it lasts. Let's just get that right out there at the forefront. I hope it lasts. One of my first picks in the uh, in the draft, I took the Bridges brothers, even though they're not related. Um, as I've said it before, um, Miles has been great for me this year. Uh, as of right now, actually, if you were to pull up the uh, fantasy page on my team, which none of you can do. Only I can do that. And um, and look at who has the most points for me. It's actually Miles Bridges for the entire season so far. Uh, he's been absolutely fantastic. Uh, Miles Bridges. Let's see. He, he why did it just do that to me? There we go. He, he's my scoring more. <laughs> he's scoring more it, points than Anthony Davis, John Morant. Paul George, Julius Randle, Jimmy Butler, like literally like everyone except for Durant, Jokic, Giannis, and Sabonis. Like Miles Bridges is putting up numbers that are worthy of like a top 10 player. And it, I don't think it's oh, sustainable. Uh, he's and if, if we take it out of the fantasy world, he's actually leading the Charlotte Hornets who aren't a bad team. Um, I feel like they're going to, they're going to be a playoff team in the East. Uh, not even a playing team, an actual legit playoff team. Um, he's averaging 23.1 points and 7.9 rebounds a game. Um, those are really good numbers. 
And I don't think we expected that. I'm sure he expected it, but maybe he did. did he? He's the one that wrote it. Because in the letter, it seems like he, he wasn't expecting it. Look, I mean, I think playing off of LaMelo Ball actually helps. You know, if you're a defense coming this season, who are you going to key on when it comes to the Hornets? I, the answer, the I, I just, Ball. I just don't. This season, it, it was LaMelo Ball, 100%. Yeah. And now, and now that, you know, if you have a defense king on one guy on your team, that gives you the opportunity to to get those buckets yourself, to to make plays yourself because the defense isn't as concerned with you. So Miles Bridges is taking advantage of that, and I don't think it's just a fluke. I think this is sustainable. I think he's going to show that he is actually a legit star in the NBA. And if you if he is somehow in some way available in your league, uh, stop this podcast right now. Go get him. I, I don't think this level is sustainable. I mean, he'll obviously be better than he was last year, which I don't remember this breakout even being on the radar coming because, like, he played with LaMelo Ball, and, like, it was like, oh, okay, yeah, all right. Charlotte's got some players, but, like, at no point did you think, like, Miles Bridges will be top five in fantasy, you know, coming into November. Um, that is just... It's preposterous. Like something has to happen with that team, like Gordon Hayward and PJ Washington. Like I'm sure, like more people will get involved and maybe they'll dip. I just like I, there's just no way he stays at, like even top ten. I just I refuse to believe this. This is literally too unbelievable. And it seems like in his letter he was also agreeing with us. It was just like there's Look, no way this is happening to me, right? He 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 may be surprised by his own starts. But we, if can, can we can we record this part like triple triple time so it can go on social media go everywhere? By the end of the season, Miles Bridges is at worst a top twenty player. At worst, a top twenty player in the NBA fantasy wise. Wow, like Steph Curry and Tatum and Towns and Harden and all these dudes. Top 20? I Oh, man. If we had time... I don't think he'll stay in the top 10. That'd be awesome if he did, but I don't think he will. I top 20 is is 100% where I think he finishes. I don't think he finishes top 20. I don't know what we can bet, but I just, I'd just i have to make a list. That's a pot. Dude, he's averaging astronomical numbers. There's no way. There's no way. I just want you to know, I want the listeners to know, I went out on a limb like this one time with a fantasy player where I made a declaration on them and said, this is where that player is going to finish. And it was football. It wasn't basketball. That doesn't before count. the 2020 season, before the 2020 season, I said that Josh Allen would be a top three fantasy quarterback. He finished number two. That's a different sport. So, no one cares. But it still counts. Football is unethical and immoral. All right, let's get to the next letter. Dear the Jareds, I was considered a special player who made enough money, high 20s, that, that's me editorializing, to be considered as good as Donovan Mitchell and Bradley Beal. Well, all of us are now dropped, and I'm not delivering the goods anymore, despite the fact that half my team might be traded soon to Philly because they suck. I'm even being outstaged by Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes. That's, again, that's another editorialization. The Warriors didn't even keep him around. Should I change my approach or stay the course? Will my shot fall? 
Also, please get my coach fired. He's an idiot who only looked good because he was on the Warrior staff. Those players could have coached themselves. Sincerely, De'Aaron Fox. Look, if if you had told me that De'Aaron Fox would be struggling uh, this badly at this point in the season, I would have uh, laughed in your face and said, no way. Um, but the, the fact of the matter is he is. And, you know, if this is a – if we're looking at it from our league perspective, salary cap league, if we're looking at it from that perspective, and he's a $4 million player, then he's great. He's averaging 18.5 points, 6.3 assists, five rebounds a game. But if you're a high 20s guy in the 20 millions, that's those slots are reserved for the elite players who are performing at the elite level. And he is not that right now. I feel like it can turn around. We've seen great seasons out of him before. But will it? I mean, that Sacramento team, I mean, Sacramento is perpetually a disaster since their since their heyday when they were challenging the Lakers in the early 2000s. Um, basically, since then, it's been all downhill. Um, and then you go into the whole thing where, hey, they chose Marvin Bagley over uh, Luka Doncic or Trey Young. That that whole thing, that's, that's you know, I hope De'Aaron Fox is able to turn around. But he's not in a great position on a great team that can help him. He's droppable now in salary cap leagues. Rashawn Holmes is incredible. He's like a hoop ball favorite. Um, Harrison Barnes, yeah, I just that came out of nowhere. Eventually, Buddy Heel will not be on that team. Eventually, Bagley will not be on that team. I know they have Halliburton and Mitchell. Mitchell's more of a defensive guy. Mitchell's only a defensive guy, in my opinion. Yeah, it, it's it's a little it, honestly, yeah, it is a little bizarre that him and and Mitchell and Beal all got dropped in our league, um, because what divides the good from the great is consistency, and the most consistent players in the league you will not drop. You will not drop Jokic. You will not drop Durant. You will not drop Giannis. But it seems like there's a ton of dudes who are like on the waiver wire in our league because they're too expensive and they're not consistently producing. Like Jalen Brown has had a couple of clunkers and I've just been like, no thanks. And I probably regret that. But like De'Aaron Fox isn't even close to like putting up just clunkers. He's just like not producing. Like it is very bizarre. So I would drop him. I'm sorry, De'Aaron Fox, that you wrote into our show. I I don't know what to tell you. You just have to wait until your coach gets fired or half your team gets traded for uh, Ben Simmons. And then hopefully you guys can kind of, you know, figure, figure it out. Actually, you know, you, you just mentioned trading for Ben Simmons. And I, I don't think this is actually going to happen, but but De'Aaron Fox with Joel Embiid in Philly? I understand, I understand that Sacramento is a very stupid team and a very stupid organization. They won't do it, but I'm just I'm just like I have a hard time believing they're gonna give him up. They won't. They won't, but let me just pretend for a second. It would be fun. It would be fun. Joel Embiid is on one leg right now. This is not the best time to be wheeling and dealing for Ben Simmons. I don't know. All right, let's get to the next letter. Dear podcast host. Wow, dude, you didn't even know our names. I made, quote unquote, the leap last year and then got hurt. 
This year, I can't seem to find my groove. Is it because I'm on a loaded roster or is it something else? Should I be looking for a fresh start in a new city? Signed, DeAndre Hunter. Look, I mean, DeAndre Hunter last season, you know, and he kind of said it in his letter there. He was playing really well. He was a key piece of that Hawks team as they were coming down the stretch, gets hurt, um, and has just not been great to, to this point this season. He was the uh, waiver wire pickup of the year last year. Like, he was he really incredible. Was. He was. Um, right now, uh, DeAndre Hunter. Uh, let's Let's pull up his stats here his game log i'm looking at it right now it's putrid it's awful like he's getting no rebounds he's getting no assists he's getting like no steals a bunch of turnovers and he's like barely scoring more than like 10 11 12 13 points a game and he's getting a lot of minutes i i don't know what's going on now for those listening at home just so we can give them the exact uh, uh, metric for that 10.7 points a game, 2.8 assists, uh, half an assist, half a steal, one and a half turnovers. Uh, he's fallen off a lot. Um, if you look at players on the Hawks, uh, notable players that are ahead of him, obviously, you have your Trey Young, obviously, you have um, a lot Collins, of Collins Capella, yeah, all those guys. Reddish, like, Dude, Reddish. I have Reddish, he's great. Gorgio Dang is ahead of him right now. Um, if you oh, Gorgie you know, Dang. Is it Gorgie or Gorgie? I don't know. I thought it was. Well, I thought he was know. on Minnesota for all those years. I don't know how he had it on the Hawks. He, Listen, he, he was on Minnesota for a very long time. You're the Atlanta sports fanatic. Are they just trying to morph him into like a three and D, like just shoot now, threes and play defense kind of dude? Uh, hang on. Hang on. I wouldn't say I'm a fanatic of Atlanta sports. I only like one Atlanta sports team, and it's the Braves, who I hope win tonight and take the World Series. Uh, but that being said, I am here in Atlanta, just a couple of miles from where the Hawks play. I I know I hear a lot about them, even though my heart will always be with the Magic. Uh, yeah. Hey, on that note real quick, the Magic beat the Timberwolves last night. Trump we have a lot of letters to get to. I think we should just wrap up and say that De- DeAndre Hunter, just... not ownable, somehow owned in our league. And um, if they're really trying to morph him into a 3 and D guy, you got to let it, let well, him spread his wings and fly. Maybe he should be on another team. I think, he, I think I will push back on that and say because of his contract, he is ownable. Only if you have bench spots and only if you actually have a deep, deep team ahead of you in our league we have no bench spots right we have just straight up everybody's playing but if you're in a league where you have let's say four to five bench spots and you're looking for a guy you kind of stash i would i would put him on there but if you have to play i wouldn't know he's got to go there's a ton of other dudes i'd rather have i mean that's fair daniel gafford is starting he's a million dollars or like a little over a million and he's not even owned in our league i don't know how deandre hunter is owned in our league like, I don't think he's worth rostering. I don't think he's going to turn this around. I don't think he's like a sneaky value at like Cam Reddish is the guy you want. I would stay clear of Atlanta. There's way too many players on this team who are good basketball players and not even great fantasy assets. Like Kevin Herter's not having like a tremendous year, but like he helps you win games. Same with like Gallinari and Lou Williams. Sorry, DeAndre Hunter, until you, you 
go back to like your pre-injury form, I don't think he's ownable. All right. All right, let's get to the next letter. Dear Jared and Jared, that's us. My shot isn't falling. I'm not living up to the role I've been given, and it's been a huge bummer. The whole vibe of this season turned when people found out I'm a conservative and don't want to be vaccinated. Should people continue to believe in my talent, even though they're all a bunch of East Coast liberal elites? They once chanted my name at Madison Square Garden during the draft. I remember that. I was one of those people. And now I'm not even the the second best player on my team. What should I improve on? Signed, Michael Porter Jr. Well, I mean, Michael Porter Jr. I'm going to give you his projected stats per ESPN before the season. Oh, I hate projections. Those are terrible. Just Right. But they're not always this vast of a difference. They projected 25 points, eight rebounds, one half assists, and a block a game. Michael Porter Jr., you are averaging 10.7 points a game. Oh. Six rebounds. Oh. Hey, two assists, you're above what they projected. Oh. And a steal. It's, It's not great because I think a lot of us had the expectation that he would be you know, we talked about Miles Bridges potentially being a top 20 player at the end of the season. We saw that for Porter, right, where we thought, hey, he's one of those guys who can be a top 20 player. No, Jamal Murray, he's the second option in Denver. And right now, at the small forward position in ESPN scoring, he is the 20th small forward. Not even, not even overall, he's the 20th small forward the 20th best fantasy contributor at his position in the NBA. Not, not great. Is Will Barton better than him in fantasy this year so far? Let's see. Will Barton. Will Barton is in fact better than him. That's why. Not by a lot, but he is better than him. Will Barton, your real stats here, 13 points a game, uh, four rebounds, four assists and a steal. Um, I, I, I don't know what's wrong with Michael Porter. It might be, I mean, he's a young guy. It might be a confidence thing. It might be something he's able to work through. And then, you know, and by, by January, we're seeing kind of old Michael Porter back out there. I'm saying old, but he hasn't really, it's not like he's been around forever. Um, But all that said, I'm not super high in, in the near, in the near future. For the rest of 2021, um, I don't have high hopes. I this is this is so I'm apoplectic. This is the most bizarre that like the hype for him was like in regular fantasy basketball leagues, which most people play. He was like a second or third rounder. He was like most improved player. There was going to be the leap. He was going to be like scoring all this. Oh, look, how his, his efficiency from the three-point line last year when Murray went down. And this year he's come out and he's played a ton of minutes. I mean, you look at like I'm looking at his game log and like he has good like games. He has good like, st- you know, like stat lines, but like it's not consistent. And it's not to it's really not to the level that you would expect all the experts were, were hyping him up, which is why I took him in the second round. He's not getting paid that much. I can't drop him. 
I can't give this guy away. I've been trying to deal him. Nobody wants him. It is I've tried to deal him to me. And, and I've tried to deal I him mean, to everyone. And, yeah. The, the the truth is right now, I I don't think he's worth what you want. He's not worth what he should be worth. Let's put it that way. I've lowered my my asking worth. price and people still don't want him. Well, what's your asking price now? I mean Right now, I'm so panicked about him. I was like offering him straight up for like Sexton or Garland or like uh, Scotty Barnes, just like straight, like just like straight up, just like all the rookies. I was just like, I, I like believe in these rookies or other dudes like more. Like, I think he's going to turn it around to the degree that we want. No, like, but it's just like people are just like, no, he's not vaccinated. And like, I, I don't think that's going to like really like, He's not going to like miss 20 games or whatever. It's just like Jokic is such a black hole that like he's getting everything done for that team fantasy wise. And it's just like he's really just like not leaving anything for Porter Jr. And I definitely think Malone has something out for him. Like I I don't think the MPJ Malone combo like there's something going on there. It's oh man. And they gave him all that money. Like I think there's something weird brewing in, in Denver. It's just a lot of bad. Bad juju, bad juju, bad vibes. Yeah, it's fair. I mean, look, we might want to talk about trade for him. No, you know what? Never mind. Because can we do a live trade on the air for him? We can. I mean, you know, what would you give me for him? Let's talk about real quick. Uh, Well, if we had done this right at the start of the season, Miles Miles Bridges Bridges, straight up. But that's not happening now. Miles. Um, You might be able to talk me into Mikael Bridges. No, I can't. I can't do that. I might be able to break up the Bridges brothers. No, I no. I I don't even think Mikael Bridges is like doing that much. Like like there isn't the upside. There isn't the upside that MPJ has for Bridges, and like right now he's he's just like eh. All right, Pat Connaughton. We're gonna move on to our next letter. Chuma Okiki. All right. <clears throat> Dear the two Jareds, I've had a tumultuous season so far, and literally every other game I have is good and then bad. I ping pong between great and bad nights. My consistency isn't there when so many people thought I should be a first rounder in salary cap leagues. My co-star in the backcourt isn't heating up either yet. What should I do? I need some advice. Signed, Kevin Porter Jr. Kevin Porter Jr. I, you know, for for a second there, I thought you might be going with uh, Dame Lillard with that exact. Uh, he wasn't taken in the first round of our draft. Oh, that's true. That's fair. Um, but you could make an argument. Some people would take him in the first round before the season. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr. was a first round pick in our league. Um. He, right now, for the listeners at home, averaging 12.5 points a game, four rebounds, five assists, one steal. And here's here's the stat that nobody likes, five turnovers. So Dude, his, the turnovers his backcourt, is nuts. Yeah, his his backcourt mate right now, the set, was he second overall pick or third overall pick? Jalen Green. Second. Second. Um, you know, he's 
playing like a guy who just came from the G League, in my opinion. You know, he's not lighting it up, but then again, I wouldn't expect him to yet. Um, so you, you can't really, Kevin, you can't blame this on, on Jalen. Um, I don't know what's going on with Kevin Porter. You know, he had, he had uh, attitude issues in Cleveland that got him sent to Houston. And then he kind of blew up in Houston last year in, in a good way on the court, um, not off the court. Uh, and so we had those high expectations from him in the season. Uh, just hasn't panned out yet. He, he hasn't. And I don't know if that's, um, you know, I don't. I don't know what it is to be honest with you. Um, I'll tell you what it, it is. It might be. It might be the symptom of being a young guy and kind of being the guy who's expected to contribute the most, really, on a on a Houston team. Maybe Christian Wood is expected that way, and really, Christian Wood is, I think, right now as it stands, the current best player on that team. Yes. Um, as far as what they're actually doing, uh, but. You know, Kevin Porter's kind of seeing that guy as like the high upside along with Jalen Green. And if those guys can can do it, then, you know, great for Houston. Um, I know what it is. I'll tell you exactly what it is. You ready? Oh, you, you, well, you've diagnosed him. Yes. Go for it. I've been, I've been to therapy enough years in my life to know. I know exactly what's going on with this guy. So in a salary cap league, I took Jalen Green like on the third, fourth round turn. I'm going to keep him. I'll take offers for him, but not not the insane like rookie of the year campaign start. I have another league that's not salary, and I took all these dudes who I didn't get in the salary cap draft. Kevin Porter Jr. is one of them, and I've been watching these games because I love Shangun. On the night he has, what what isn't isn't Shangun your son? Yes, my large adult son. Um, okay, so he's had so Kevin Porter Jr. He has three good games and three bad games or clunkers. On the clunkers, he he's had less minutes. He's had a ton of turnovers, and those games have been relatively close to I would call blowouts. On the good games, he's had a lot of minutes, lower turnovers, and like a lot of assists. So it really is like a game to game thing. I think it'll either even out or Jalen Green will heat up and they can kind of get like a two-man game going. Um, I'm seeing him being dropped in a ton of leagues. Like you look at ESPN, he's been dropped in like 9%. Like like he's only owned in 66% of leagues now. Like he's just being dumped in the same way that like some other guys we might talk about later uh, are being dropped just wholesale. I think you hold yeah, on I him. I mean, 100% you hold on him. You hold on um, He's... He's not someone that I'm giving up on yet. No, you grind it out, uh, Kevin Porter. I believe in you. Uh, yeah, especially even our league, you know, he's basically, I think it's like a million and a half, if I remember correctly. I yeah. don't have the salary right in front of me. Um, but that's not a salary you're going to drop unless the player is just borderline. You know, you know, if there's no upside for them, you drop them. But with a guy who's making uh, one point, it's 1.7 million, the upside is too good. It's too good because he he can realistically be a top 40 to 50 fantasy guy without that much mm. happening, really, in my opinion. That might and be a 1. stretch. 7. 
Well, you know what? Listen, top fifty. Maybe I'd have to do a list um, to also figure out where Miles Bridge is going to end up. Well, Miles Bridges, if everything plays out the way it should, will be the number one fantasy player this season. That's 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 not going to happen. I think he's going to get better. I think they're going to be more clunkers, but I definitely think that like maybe the 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 team around him isn't good enough to like mask his uh, his. Uh, flaws as a player I think the turnovers are bad but if Jalen Green starts to get good and you know Kevin Porter does a pass and then Jalen Green starts to sink him the defense is going to start clicking into him and that open maybe opens up more shots of the lane for like I that he's going to come back up to like where you might maybe not first round value but like where you thought he was going to be drafted people were high on him unlike a couple other young guys who we might be talking about soon Maybe right now. You ready? This is going to be a good one. I'm ready. Who we got next? I love this letter. All right, here we go. Dear Super Max Show, I was somehow the preseason favorite for Rookie of the Year despite the lack of talent on my team. I'm not living up to the hype yet. What should I be doing differently or should I blame my coach and GM? Also, P.S. Cole Anthony, really? Signed Jalen Suggs. Man, it's funny because, you know, all right, here we go. This is the team I actually know very well. Uh, Lifelong Magic fan, what's up? It's been tough. Uh, Look, Jalen Suggs, I mean, he's putting up the shots. They're not bad shots. They're not falling. He's struggling. Uh, Cole Anthony has been, my God, I don't know. He's been lights out. Like, I'm I'm currently trying very hard to get Cole Anthony in our league. You're not getting uh, really, it. really hard. I'm not going to get it. It sucks because Cole Anthony is right now averaging 19.7 rebounds and five assists a game. You'd have to give up I, Miles Bridges. Like those two dudes are like top ten. Like you'd you'd literally have to swap those two players. I'm I'm going to try to I'm going to try to go the the blackmail route here. Oh my god, um, to get him. Uh, but Jalen Suggs definitely, definitely struggling right now. Um, he's averaging 13 points. Three and a half rebounds, three assists a game. The turnover is three and a half. He leads the magic in that category and not leading in the right way. Uh, he He's off to a really, really rough start. And I remember our podcast a couple weeks ago, I got excited because he had made, I think it was six points at that time, two of two from, from the field and two of two from the free throw line. Let's go. It's, it's starting. He's just... The shot isn't there the way it normally is. And I think part of that comes back to Jalen Suggs and a lot of guys in the NBA. This is true of a lot of guys in the NBA. But a lot of these players, they're always the number one option on their team since they were a child. And so they come to the NBA. And right now, Jalen Suggs, you know, he's been fed the ball no matter what because his entire life because he's able to make those shots. Now, not the case. There's other options on this Magic team. Granted, it's not a great team. I know, I know. But Cole Anthony, he's making the most of these opportunities. The other first-round pick for the Magic, Franz Wagner, who I mentioned earlier, he had a monster night last night. That's my dude! So, you know, if you had told me one of these guys was going to get 28 points, four rebounds, two assists, two steals, and a block, like it's Timberwolves, I'd be like, Jalen Suggs is going to have a night. No, that's Franz Wagner, who's right now 
number, you know, we talked about Michael Porter being number 20 among small forwards in fantasy scoring. Franz Wagner, number 10, number 10 in fantasy scoring. Can I just do a quick like, aside and say that my fellow quick point? Oh my God. Quick point on him. Remarkably, Franz Wagner rostered in 15.7%. Oh my PS4 God. Points. Dude, Franz Wagner, my Michigan alum, he's German. That is my dude. Thank God I picked up Franz Wagner. All right, continue. It, he's playing great. But when it comes back, Jalen Suggs, the guy who wrote to us here. It's going to take time to to get those shots to fall. It's not going to be – you're not going to go out tomorrow and everything's going to fall. Be patient. There are other guys on this team who can get points for the team. And you're going to find your stroke in time. It's just That's the way it is. Don't Don't go out there. Don't push it. Don't force everything. He's 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 a good, talented player, Jalen Suggs, and it's just going to take a little bit of time. But he's going to get back to being a guy that you know we talk about with high expectations, with the high upside, and not, oh god, what has happened to him? I think in a lot of leagues that are not salary cap, he's droppable. In a salary cap league, you hold on to him for dear life. I'm I'm looking at his game log. The games he's had clunkers. He's only had like two or three clunkers. He at least scores 10. Like he's been able to get to like 10 or more points in every game. It's just a matter of like the other counting stats has been really low. And the turnovers have been really high, like three, four, five turnovers a game. But he's had a ton of good games. I think he's, he's going to have more games that are like, oh, okay, Jalen Suggs. I, I, I don't think he's going to have that many more clunkers. Um, I think he's he's an interesting buy low candidate. Maybe you're not buying low on him right this second, but I think there are going to be better days ahead for Jalen Suggs. I'm, I think you 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 do not get rid of him in a salary cap league. He's too cheap. Um, the averages might look bad, but Jalen Suggs, no, I, I mean Cole Anthony might be like hotter than the sun, but I just I just can't. I, I can't foresee a world in which Jalen Suggs like doesn't get the support and help from the team and the staff. Like he's the dude in Orlando. And even though other people are like outperforming there, like it seems like everyone is just like, yeah, man, like Jalen, you know, Jalen Suggs, like to go for it, take the shots. Like you're, you know, you're the dude, even though it's Franz Ogner. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. All right. Let's get to the um, next letter. Unless next you letter. had one final thing to say about the magic. No, I just, you know, it's right now for me, you know, obviously as somebody who's getting to enjoy the the Bucks, you know, they lost this week playing well and the Braves in the World Series. It's tough to have another team that's struggling. But I think the future for this team is very bright. Um, I, don't. I would not give up on anybody. Okay, listen here. Uh, I would not give up on Jalen Suggs. Keep him. If you have, if you're in one of these, 85% of leagues where Franz Wagner is available, go go grab him right now. Just go. Stop this podcast for a second. Go get him. Um, same with Cole Anthony, but he's not available in nearly as many, nearly as many leagues. Um, but yeah, those are my final thoughts on the Magic. Who's next? The guy revving his motorcycle outside is the biggest douchebag I've ever heard. <laughs> we get it. You own a motorcycle. 
You don't have to, sh to rub it in our faces. You're cool, dude. Just, yeah, just, just go. now hearing it. <laughs> well, he's driving off now, but you just have the light revving it. You don't have to rev it. Just sit there. It's a red light. Hey, It'll be over in like quick, 20 seconds. Quick Cole Anthony note. Number three in fantasy scoring among point guards. Dear Jared and Jared, I'm on a young roster. I have a great position on the team. Injury concerns are clearing the way for my playing time, but I can't seem to keep a grip on my bright future. How concerned should I be? And should I get a new nickname? Signed, Isaiah Stewart, a.k.a. Beef Stew. Isaiah Stewart, I mean, what's going on with Detroit? I mean, no one in Detroit like, knows what's going on at Detroit. Let's be real. No, but we, we knew they weren't going to be like, you know, challenging for a title, let alone probably even a playoff, maybe a fringe playoff team, a 10th uh, seed. Um, no, but, you know, they awful. just they just started. They just started. I, I could see I could have seen a route early preseason, maybe where they get to a 10th seed, but not not six, five. That's that's ridiculous. That's preposterous. Um Look, I mean, you, they put a lot of stock as a team into Cade Cunningham, and he's played one game. Well, one game so far. Um, and that was against my Magic. That was uh, Saturday night. He had two points, seven rebounds, two assists. But we're not here to talk about him. We're here to talk about Isaiah Stewart. It, it's a consistency thing, right? And I don't I, – I – I only see one game where I'm like, that was a good game for him. And that was October 25th against Atlanta. 13 points, seven rebounds, five assists, three points. You didn't like that Orlando game? 11 and eight? It, it, it wasn't. It was fine. That one was fine. But it wasn't a great game, in my opinion, as far as the fantasy. Opening night in Chicago? 12 and eight? No, I, I mean, this is a guy I would have expected a little more out of, personally. Me too. A little more. Let me put the, a little more consistency. Um, yeah. I'm expecting that 13-7-5 type game more consistently than what we've got. So, yeah, the Orlando game was fine. Yeah, the Chicago game was fine, but they weren't what I expected. Um, look, this is another young team. We've talked about Houston. We've talked about Orlando. Now here we are talking about Detroit. Um, four of the five guys that are currently rostered in our league from Detroit are all very young players that would be Cade Cunningham, Isaiah Stewart, Sadiq Bay, Killian Hayes, the only guy who is rostered, who isn't young, is uh, their number two fantasy scorer right now, Kelly Olenek. Um, yeah, Kelly Olenek, good. Killian and, Hayes, drop. Sadiq Bay, great. Uh, Cade Cunningham, I mean, way too early to tell. I to own. that point, to Kelly Olenek, I think that's a big reason why was, Isaiah Stewart yeah. is not producing the numbers we might expect because yep. there's another good center who is playing there that cuts into your minutes, that cuts into your production. And that's affecting Isaiah Stewart's fantasy value at this moment. That is exactly right. So I own in this other league, which basically was like my experimental lab where I like, I legit took Sadiq Bay, Isaiah Stewart and Kate Cunningham. I took like all these young dudes. I took Kelvin Johnson. I took like all these guys who would be amazing in salary cap league. And I took them in this other league, which is not salary. Um, it's somehow working out. I dropped Isaiah Stewart. The game seat was in that he's not doing great. He didn't get to 20 minutes a game. Like, I don't know why he's not getting like 
more minutes. And it probably is because of Kelly Olenek, but it seems like Sadiq Bey is the one who's like really doing the best out of that like young core. I understand that the ceiling is, is, is high. He's one of the centerpieces of the team. I just like, don't get a great feeling that he's like going to like be the dude, unless they get rid of Kelly Olenek. Like until Kelly Olenek, who is a good basketball player goes, I think you keep him in a salary cap league, but in other leagues, like I just got rid of him. Like there's just like way hotter dudes on the wire who like, I'm more interested oh, for in. Sure. And Kate Cunningham's going to start like, like God only knows how much he's going to start putting up like that. I don't know, man. I don't know. Beef stew. You might need to get a new nickname. Although I can't um, think of a good yeah. nickname though. I can't either. I, like you said that. And then Amelia was like, what is it? And I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Um, all right. Can we do a real quick email uh, from a certain player? Yeah, we do a real quick email for a certain player. Real quick. Dear Jared, who the hell is Jeremiah Robinson Earl? Signed, Isaiah Roby. Uh, he, so, so repeat his name because I've honestly already forgotten the full name. I don't want to mess it up. Isaiah Roby was supposed to be no, 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 no. the starting center for the Oklahoma City Thunder and was I was so upset I couldn't get him. And then immediately they just don't play him because they have Jeremiah Robinson Earl. There it is, Jeremiah Robinson Earl. That was the name I was looking for. Uh, he falls into this tradition that OKC has had the last couple of years of playing guys we've never heard of. JRE. Playing them pretty, pretty well. Um Moses Brown last year is a guy who comes to mind. Did you even know that Moses Brown existed before last season? Moses Brown has gotten like zero playing time in Dallas. He was another guy. I was like, okay, oh, I couldn't we're talking get Moses about, Brown. We're talking about OKC, though, when, it, when he was with OKC. It, it seems Nobody like these guys are only good when OKC plays them. And if they go anywhere else, they suck. Yeah. Because yeah, OKC 100%. just doesn't care about winning and they just want bodies on the floor to pick up, put up like dumb counting stats. Like, just like, Garbage time is all time. You know, 48 minutes a game is garbage time for OKC. It's, a, it's incredible. Yeah. Um, and as far as Isaiah Roby goes, Boss. I'm not going to try to predict what OKC is going to do. Uh, Isaiah Roby still has the talent to be a fantasy-relevant player. Will he get the minutes? Will he get the playing time? I don't know. Like I don't know what that team's doing. They have a player on the team named Aaron Wiggins. Listen, Oklahoma City and Houston last season, the end of the season, they played every no-name guy, and I memorized them all because in in salary cap leagues, they were gold. They made no money, and they put up crazy stats. I remember Terrence Davis on Sacramento was one of those guys, and the following players I'm going to list were all dudes who Oklahoma City gave a ton of minutes to, and they were incredible, and they were dirt cheap for salary cap. The players' names are Darius Baisley, Lou Dort, Isaiah Roby, Poku, Kenrich Williams, uh, Theo Melodon. It was like the, the whole team because they they sat Shea. Uh, and all those guys, everyone was like, okay, they're cheap, they're good. And this year it's been like, no, they're actually not good. They're not good fantasy players. You really shouldn't be owning them. Um, what a train wreck. If you were buying into like all those dudes – whiff they you just whiffed on all of them moses brown yep yeah I kenny mean, martin jr on houston oh, i was another one. Oh my god 
Yeah. Um, look, I, I mean, outside of Shea Gilgis and OKC, like, and Giddy, who you see as, as like, Giddy. and Giddy. Okay, fair. Giddy up. But, but, I mean, Baisley, maybe to an extent, but who else do you really see as like a consistent fantasy option? I, I wouldn't say Baisley. Single person. I would say I would say Giddy is. I would say Shea is. But outside of those two, Baisley's fringe, and that's about it. Did you know that Jeremiah Robinson Earl's owned in our league? Yeah, I just saw that. Again, Daniel Gafford is not owned. He's starting. Why don't people like Daniel Gafford? It's for positive. Just fun fact. Uh, JRE is is rostered in exactly 0.2% of ESPN oh leagues. God. Those are all salary cap leagues. I know it. <laughs> More than likely, yes. All right. Here we go. Dear New Yorker, Jared. Oh, this one's just to me. Oh, come on. I'm on the dumbest team in the league. Run so poorly, I haven't played this season at all and have had three coaches in three years. Should I sign the Supermax deal and secure my money or take the qualifying offer so I can get to my preferred destination at MSG, make a ton of money off the court, play with my favorite guy and BFF, RJ Barrett? How is New York this time of year? Is the weather good? And how much weight should I lose if I want to show up to my new destination? See you soon. Zion Williamson. This one's all you because he's not talking to me. He didn't ask me a thing. He said New Yorker, Jared, and, and that's yeah, you. me. Yeah. Uh, Zion, I will drive you to the airport. I will let you stay in my apartment. It's noisy, but I mean, every apartment in New York City is going to be noisy. Someday, someday you will join me on the Knicks. You and RJ will lead us to a championship. I'm shedding a tear. Zion, please come. Zion, please. The NBA should have worked the draft so that you landed here. They would have made so much more money. It is so financially irresponsible for them to not have rigged that draft to put Zion in New York. It is preposterous. They did it for Ewing, and they couldn't do it for Zion. Boo. I mean, look, Zion, I, I don't see I don't see him saying New Orleans. I mean, it's just it's a tumultuous franchise. It makes the Knicks of a few years ago look good, which is very difficult to do. Um and I I like, you know, this is just an outsider. This is I know Zion, I know you weren't writing to me. I know it was just just New York, Jared. But I kind of like the idea of Zion Williamson with the Knicks from a league perspective. Listen, the team's going to move to Seattle or whatever. He clearly doesn't want to be there. We know this. The question is whether he's going to pull a fucking Carmelo Anthony. I can't believe I cursed. I'm so good about that. Whether he's going to pull a Carmelo Anthony and ask to be traded before free agency, and then we have to give up half our team for him, which doesn't make any sense, or if he's going to do the smart thing and just keep simply, just just don't take the Supermax. Just be like, no, nah, I'm good. No, nah, I'm on my way out. I'll just take uh, the one-year deal, and then I'll just uh, try to get my way to New York, and then hopefully they won't have to give up uh, RJ. Because you know they're going to ask for RJ if they're like going to trade him. And that's just, oh, that's, a, that's a, that's a, 100%. You just can't do that. Like, 
Julius Randle was already in New Orleans. Um, we love stockpiling power forwards. You can have Obi. We can give him Obi. That's fine. I didn't think they should have taken yeah, Obi I mean, in the first place. I remember a year ago. I remember a year ago, Obi Toppin was like temporarily. It lasted like a week. He was your favorite player in the league. No, 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 no. There, no, there, no, no, he no, there was, was there was a brief there was a brief no. moment where you thought he was a second coming. You thought no. he was the new Jordan. No, I didn't no. That's the that's the way you treated him. No, I didn't. What are you talking about, For, dude? The moment I heard the rumors they were going to take him, I was flipping out on Twitter. You can go read the the, the receipts. I was so anti Obi Toppin, and they took him anyways. He's like twenty seven. He's almost as old as I am, and no. No, I'm sorry. I was a terrible, terrible, terrible decision led by uh, whatever uh, agency, basically, you know, Shadow Cabal runs the Knicks organization. No, awful, awful. We're like, we're like averse to having a starting point guard until Kemba landed in our laps. Let's get to the next letter, shall we? Go ahead. Dear Jared and Jared, I've run into the worst luck a man can get, even though. It happened to save my life. I should be grateful, but I'm losing my spot to nagging injuries. Chris Duarte, who's an old man, is my time in Indiana coming to an end? Should I get surgery? Should I have been dealt to Houston? Signed, Karis LeVert. Karis LeVert needs a new home. Uh, It's been, I mean, you know, obviously the, the whole thing where he got traded Last season was part of the Harden deal, and then they found uh, – I forget the exact kind of cancer, but they found the cancer. That's obviously uh, – you know, it's not something you want to hear, but I think it's a good thing that happens because, you know, it saves his life potentially. Um, and so, you know, that happens. He's had the injuries, but it's just been a string of just – like you like like he said in the in the letter, it's been a string of bad luck since he arrived in Indiana. I think he's one of those guys who needs a change of scenery. Yep. He's still an above average guard. He can yep. still contribute to basically any team in the NBA. Yep. Time for time for a new home. Yep. I would love for him to go somewhere else. Um, and if that happens, his fancy value will go up. But there's just with Duarte, with, I mean, I didn't see that coming. Uh, with no him playing as the, the best rookie right now in the NBA as of right now. He's so uh, consistent. He is with with that, uh, and the like I said, the injuries, the bad luck. A new home is the best thing for him. And I think when that happens, I think it will happen. When that happens, he'll uh, his value will go up. In a salary cap league, I don't think he's ownable. He's somehow ownable, like he's owned in our league, which makes zero sense. Like he just gets paid too much money, and he's not the Karis Levert of the Brooklyn Nets. Um, yeah, I don't, man, it's just sad. I, I just don't know what to, what, what to tell you. I just, he's owned in like 89% of leagues in ESPN. Um, you listening might be yelling at us for not using Yahoo or CBS, but I just like ESPN's layout, like their, their UI UX ESPN. way better. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. He's not a salary hip guy. I don't know why he's owned in our league, but, um, we got a we got a few final emails uh, and then we'll we'll wrap up. So let's 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 get through these, okay? All right, let's do it. Uh, dear Jared Ross King, can you stop stalking me? Signed Chuma Okiki. No, next next email. You should drop him. I really don't know why you still have him on your team. 
Like the bit's not no, funny. Because I, 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 I've seen what he can do. I've seen what he can do. I mean, no. all joking aside, I, I held on to him before until he came back from the injury. He's been back for two games. I'm gonna wait a couple more, see how he does. You're out of your and, mind. Drop him. And then now? by the end of this week, by the end of this week, God. there will be a decision made. You could be winning if you maximized every game played on your roster. And right now, Chuma Okiki is barely a basketball player. Just that's, Daniel Gafford is not owned not in our true. league. How many times can I say that out loud to our league? Makes a million dollars when he starts. Times. Unbelievable. All right, next, you, next letter. You've said it quite a few times. Go. Thank you. Dear Jareds. Should I feel threatened by Daniel Gafford and the soon-to-return Thomas Bryant, or should I keep using the Lakers as revenge fuel to put up outrageous numbers? Sign Montrez Harrell. Use the Lakers as revenge fuel. I, agree. I love Montrez Harrell. I He's love great. Montrez Harrell. And just keep going, dude. Just keep going. Yes, Thomas Bryant's a good center. Yes, Daniel Gafford is, is technically a starter. Take those minutes. Make them yours. Montrez Harrell all day. He's incredible. I haven't been on all that league. He's so good. All right. Dear Jareds, I'm starting on a playoff caliber team, but Dylan Brooks is coming back. Should I be concerned about my role being diminished, my shots going away, or me being benched? Signed, Desmond Bain. P.S. Whoever picked me up is a genius. Yeah, uh, he, I mean, you must have paid him to say that. Um, no, I didn't know such I, thing. I hundred percent think that you were like, "Hey, Desmond, just in case." Look, Desmond Bain playing on Memphis Grizzlies next to John Morant. John Morant, by the way, having a great year. Uh, Desmond Bain having a great year as well. How many points? I don't know if you have this up in front of you. I hope you don't, because I'm going to ask you real quick. How many points a game do you think Desmond Bain is averaging? Seventeen point seven. Yeah, that's exactly right. Because you had, there's no way you got that right without having it up. Seventeen point seven points, four point four rebounds, two point three assists. Uh, Memphis, you know, Memphis is a pretty good team, and uh, he's a contributor on them. John Morant, obviously, the the main big guy the one guy from memphis i'm still we talked about him a couple of weeks ago i believe uh brandon clark oh still not really doing anything no nope. um but desmond bain i mean i think he's a real deal personally that's just me i think he's a sell high i think i might chop him around when dylan brooks comes back um but I hope he keeps putting up good numbers, uh, which leads me into the final letter. You ready? I am ready. This is the last one. Dear Jared Ross King, I was wrong about Ball and Morant. They took the leap. They're now forever perennial first-round salary cap league talent. My season is kaput, and there's no hope of me catching up. Should I quit while I'm behind? Signed. Anonymous. Well, Anonymous, look. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, I knew what I was doing. Did I get all of my picks right? No. Did I get those first two picks right? Hell yeah, I did. So, 
you know, you can enjoy your random guys from Houston. Um, not really random, but uh, enjoy enjoy Cade Cunningham. Uh, yeah, no, I got my I got my picks right there. I I, I didn't expect I expected Lamelo Ball to have this kind of production. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, I really did. Didn't expect John Morant to be this good. I knew he was gonna be good. I didn't expect him to be this good. Um, so hey, it worked out for me. I'm not upset about it. And uh, yeah, apology accepted. I have a draft draft. I have a proposed trade up right now. I'm thinking about sending it to you. Would you give me Mikhail Bridges for Desmond Bain? Oh, Mikhail. I was that I heard Miles in my brain and I was like, no. um, are you are you serious? No. Mikhail Bridges. You save money because Desmond Bain's only getting paid two million and Mikhail Bridges is getting paid like five or six. Um I'm selling high and I'm buying low on Mikhail. Would you do that? God, that's oh, I'm really considering it. Are we are we trying to pull off a trade here on, on the air? Live on the air? Not quite. Like I'm not gonna force it like to be completed because we're kind of running long, but um We'll talk about this off air. Follow me on Twitter at Jared Russo. Follow my co-host at Jared Ross King. Uh, follow Hoopball, Aaron Bruski, Dan Bespris, um, all the other contributors. Matt Lawson, our, our, our uh, big-time guest. We're going to get on soon again. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this uh, stupid uh, comedy bit I wrote. Uh, thank you for listening. Wait, you wrote those? And we'll see you next time. Wait, what? This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.